Welcome to the AfroTalent Accelerator podcast brought to you by Theofane Dima. Embark on an inspirational journey as we delve into the lives of Africa's foremost visionaries. Together, we'll explore the strategies, tactics, and mindsets that fuel businesses across the African continent. From funding techniques to investment insights, we're here to empower your entrepreneurial aspirations in Africa and beyond. Hello and welcome once more to the Afro-Talent Accelerator podcast. My name is Theo and today we are thrilled to have on the show a special guest, Dr. Akuma Zanigon. Dr. Akuma Zanigon, welcome to the show. Thank you, Theo. It's a pleasure and my honor to be on your show. The pleasure is ours as well. So, Dr. Akuma, you are a motivational expert and an international speaker who has dedicated his life to helping individuals unlock their full potential. With a deep understanding of the power of motivation and the science behind personal growth, you have transformed the lives of countless people around the world. But before we actually dive into this incredible work of yours, let me share a thought-provoking quote from Muhammad Yunus, who is a Nobel Peace Prize laureate which you are familiar with. Correct. I quote, Welfare does not solve the problem of poverty. Rather, welfare perpetuates poverty by depriving the poor of self-initiative, end of quote. Right. Yeah. These words remind us of the importance of empowering individuals to create their own path to success. Now, back to you, Dr. Akuma. As a renowned motivational coach and a PhD scientist, you specialize in fields like epigenetics. You bring a unique perspective to personal development. You simplify scientific concepts and present them in relatable terms, allowing everyone, people like myself, to understand how they can define their own challenges and overcome them more easily in life. What's actually fascinating is the fact that you firmly believe that nothing is set in stone. Through your art, you show people that everything is changeable. You often say this, I quote, the best thing you can do for yourself and the world is to begin working on yourself. Correct. So, end of quote. With <laughs> <laughs> your keynotes, you have gained an international audience. You've shared your insights at prestigious stages, just to name a few TEDx events in Germany, where you spread your message of personal growth and transformation. However, your influence extends far beyond the stage. Dr. Akuma, you are as well a podcaster. I mean, you are invited in several podcasts and that actually shows how important what you do is for the people around. So in thought-provoking conversations, you exchange with experts from other fields, from various fields across the fields of, you know, personal development and I just name a few. Additionally, you have been featured as a guest author in both online and print media. You also publish your own publications. We are going to walk through that throughout the show, where you share your wisdom and empowering others through the written word. So the last thing I want to mention, and that's not the least, you have been featured in the 100 most influential Africans in Germany. This is a testament to the profound impact which you have on on individuals from the diverse backgrounds. I mean, you know, people from Germany, people from Africa. And this is the reason why I want to welcome you once more again and to say, yeah, thank you for accepting the invitation from the Afro-Talent Accelerator community. Welcome once more. Thank you, Tio. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the kind introduction. As I said, the pleasure is mine and I'm happy to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. I mean, I really believe that you are going to 
impact our audience with your story, with your life experience. So the very first thing I really want to know for our audience, for people who don't know you, kind of give us a quick background about yourself. Things like, where did you grow up? How did you grow up? And how did you find yourself to be this internationally, uh, you know, um, speaker impacting people of different backgrounds? Kind of walk us through. <laughs> wow, I'll keep it short. If not, we are going to take the whole podcast for that. I mean, we have the time for you, so just flow. <laughs> yeah, originally, originally, I come from Cameroon. I grew up um, in a town in Cameroon called Bamenda. That's where my childhood was. I went to secondary school, went to boarding school, a boarding school called CPC Bali. Had my basic education and uh, A level education, and then I came to Germany to do my um, uh, bachelor bachelor's program and master's and later on when did a phd my master was in in biotechnology they call it molecular biotechnology at the technical university of München. then i did my phd at the university of Duisburg essen in proton biochemistry where i was studying proton proton interactions in the cell and then after my phd i worked as a they call it a wissenschaftlicher mitarbeiter that is what the, the german word for it it means you are a scientist working there and doing teaching and doing research and that was a time for me kind of a research assistant yeah i was a researcher i was a researcher okay kind of a postdoc those are the words those are the jargons that are used for questions postdoc okay so but uh i'm I'm kind of a little bit intrigued sorry for popping in here uh why actually germany because uh you know uh, I, I really know the region where you come from in Cameroon. For the audience, Bamenda is in the northwest province of Cameroon. So the culture, it's more or less uh, a little bit similar, you know, because they are closer to Nigeria. So that's the English-speaking part of Cameroon. So now coming back to your story, so why actually did you decide to come to Germany? That's a good question, Tim. You know, Cameroon, we are Cameroonians, is a bilingual country. Um, there is French and English. So um, basically, every Cameroonian should be able to speak English and French. Should <laughs> be able. It should be. So I, I grew up in the English-speaking part, so I speak English. I taught it in English. French was compulsory in school. I can speak some French, but not as good as you, as we come from the French-speaking part. So language, um, um, English, so I wasn't... I wouldn't anyone to go to a country like France or Britain or the US where English or Frank where English or French are the languages. So I wanted something something extraordinary. I wanted to go to another country where they speak a different language. So we had in I had in my um, choice Germany, Spain and Italy, but at the time in Cameroon, that was in the late 1990s, early 2000s. There was a kind of a, a wave of many Cameroonians wanting to come abroad, and Germany was was kind on of, was kind of the focus. Okay. Um, and so, and I also had a, a sister already in Germany, so I was thinking that okay, if I come to Germany, I will learn a new language. I have somebody who is there who can navigate my way. That was just something like um, those were the kind of the thoughts behind. And and as a child, I think you can also attest to that. We still have, we still have, and even in the world today, this this um background that German things are good, you know, know this yeah, uh, sure, map sure. of making Germany and things like yeah. that, kind of fascinating. And then I think that was just those are the kind of unconscious or unconscious reasons which make me to yes. 
I mean, I can really resonate to that. Uh, I mean, uh, my own story as well, before traveling to Germany, uh, I always wanted to to go to the US, you know, like many people coming from the English part of uh, the country, because I went to school in the English part. And a lot of people always were like, okay, when I talked about Germany, they say, oh, Germany, the, the, the nice cars, the, the good industries. So if you want to study engineering, you want to study fields like what you did, I mean, Germany should be kind of the nice destination so yeah i can really resonate to that but uh dr akuma coming back to your today's expertise uh in the introduction i made mention of the fact that you dedicate your life in helping other people attain their full potential so i want you to kind of explain to us what do you actually mean by this full potential correct as i was um, saying after my phd i was working as a, a postdoc at the university i did not know what to do with my life i didn't want to spend all of my life in the laboratory wearing a white um, um a white coat as a scientist but it looks it looks good <laughs> yeah it looks good, <laughs> good. yeah you are there in your thing i didn't i couldn't envisage my life spending up to my retirement up to 65 or 70 years doing that which is something very good so it was a kind of a, um, a time for me to reflect. So I had a job position in the industry, um, in a big consulting company. They were looking for someone who has a, it was a job to be at the interface between academia and industry. So I was to bring yeah. researchers, professors, and um, CEOs to work together. How can we translate research ideas into the market? Interesting. Right? was translational, translational um, research on how can the industry people, um, also they also, you know, as a, as if you are, the industry people, they also have their own ideas, research ideas, they also have unanswered questions that they are working on that they don't even know. And they also like to collaborate with the research institute to do a joint project to, um, to, to answer such questions in the field of biological sciences, because that's why I came, I came from. So they were looking at this, um, a consulting company was looking for someone with this background who can marry these two groups of people to do the international network. So I did that job for three years. Now, after my second year in that job, it was good, but it wasn't really fulfilling for me. Not that the job wasn't good or the colleagues were not good, but I wasn't happy with myself. Happy with myself in the sense that I knew I could do more. I knew I could give more to the world. I knew my life wasn't meant to go to a job nine to five and um, do those nice things. I knew what I have in me, I can do more with it and reach many people with it. So that is how, that was the beginning of unfolding your potential, right? And that's what I'm doing now for others, to know that they should know who they are and to know that unlimited potential is buried within them. So during that transition period, after the my second year, I wasn't really happy with the job. The third year, I became kind of, you know, when you know you have much to offer and you aren't really doing that, there's yes. a kind of sadness in you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a sadness. I think some people can relate with us. They can, they know this yeah, feeling. Sure. And at that, during that time, I used to have what they call uh, tonsillitis. Mm-hmm. I used to, maybe it would hit me about four or five times a year and really hit me hard. I would go to this, um, uh, how do they call them? Ear, nose, and mouth doctors. I think mm-hmm. have the name for it. I, I think they call it in Germany, high and oh, yeah, you know, yeah, heart, yes, uh, yes. nausea. They would give me that antibiotics, but I'll be down for at least four days. And then on a different, on a different dimension, if we want to look at it, um, uh, 
spiritually in a nice way, not a spirituality that some people think that you are going to the bush to see a wish <laughs> doctor. Spiritually, they say, you know, we have energy points in us, chakras. And one of mm-hmm. the chakra points is is on on around here on our esophagus, which means mm-hmm. it is the chakra of talking. That's something we need to come out. Mm-hmm. So now, when I was talking with another coach, she was saying that, or she was saying that, I'm I'm always having these tonsillitis, and my I can't. And during that time, you can't you can't talk. If you want to work directly with Afro Talent Accelerator team and receive personalized coaching or feedback on your investment project in Africa, don't hesitate to reach out to us today. Apply now on our website at afrotalentaccelerator.com or send us a direct email at info at afrotalentaccelerator.com. Join our community and be part of the movement driving Africa's entrepreneurial success stories. Because you are no, I mean, I have. They say that it's a sign that your body is telling you that you are not happy. Something needs to come out of you, but it's not coming out of you. So that's also the spiritual dimension of all these things. So, and things, and then with time, I think after the 40 year, I had to take the bold decision to leave this company to make my own, I mean, to start my own business, to start my own mm-hmm. life. So the point was that I was saying myself to answer that question, you don't want to be a full-time scientist. I said, yes. That was the question I was asking myself. You don't want to work in the industry. I said, yes. So mm-hmm. what do you want to do with your life? <laughs> so that was the question I needed to, to sort of my mind was, it was a long. It was a long road. So I was saying that okay, you you have a scientific background, and um, a personal development is something that we all need. Everybody needs that. In, uh, we say in order to grow in life, be it personally or professionally, we need personal development. We need to work on ourselves. We need to mm-hmm. know our loopholes. We need to know. We just need to work on yourself to keep on growing. So I said, if I married, I I breach science and personal development that is my that that, that is my um, usp mm-hmm. to reach people and how do you reach people you reach people through speaking through mm-hmm. coaching so that is how i turn out my passion and what i knew i can give to people into a profession because the the goal of this podcast i think is that we want to empower people to know sure. what they can offer to the world and to make a living out of it. And to make a living out of it, sure. Yes, because it is your birthright. We all came on this earth to live a life of abundance. Mm-hmm. That is it. And and if we're not living a life of abundance, it means something is not something not working, something is wrong somewhere. Yes. That I mean you are you are totally right, and I resonate to that. So you made this, you successfully made this transition from the corporate into establishing yourself as a solopreneur and later on entrepreneur because uh, we are still going to talk about the fact that you have uh, started a couple of successful businesses. So for a listener, one person somewhere out there who is actually facing these um, uh, these similar situations, you know, going through hardships, not being happy about his job, what are the concrete steps from your experience, what you can say, okay, this is the first step to take in order to really transition or to have a successful transition because you made it, you made mention of the fact that at the end of the day, the most important thing is to bring value, but we should also be able to live out of this value. And just to learn a little bit, uh, most people have this tendency, yeah, they want to make this change, this shift, but they are hooked up with, uh, you know, the realities yeah. 
you know, yeah. fear, and you know, bills and so on, and they just stick to the unwanted nine to five. So, what can yes. you share about that? Yes, they are hooked up to fear. We are all <laughs> fear is the <laughs> fear is the biggest um, stumbling block or stopping block, not only stumbling stopping block. So, I'll share with you how I overcame my fear, and I want to tell people that fear is part of life. I still have fear in me now. We all have fear. Fear is just like breathing. Somebody who says he or she is not afraid of telling a lie. But fear should be our... Um, fear shouldn't be a stopping point. It should be a warning point. Use fear as a warning to, to, to guide you, but not to stop you. Because at times, fear is also good to say, okay, take a moment, look at the radar. What are the things that I need to adjust to take the next step? And don't take too long. So for me, the beginning, um, the beginning steps, uh, I didn't just quit my my um, nine to five job like that. I said after the second year, I was unhappy. So after the fourth year, I really I I, I made this transition. So within this these two years, I was preparing myself. I started reading a lot. I would encourage people to read. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. Start reading the works of people that have of who have what that you want to have. Read your biography, read your books. There's a lot of wisdom in there. I can also share how to read a book in one in one week, very quick. And then I started at that at the time we didn't have podcasts as we do now, as we do. Because podcasts are also a source of inspiration. At the time, I'm a, nowadays, if you are somebody say he's an audio audible person, no, it's fine. Go on I'm a, on um, the various podcast um, platforms, mm-hmm. look at the podcast that resonate with you and start listening to them. Mm-hmm. And don't say you don't have time to listen to a podcast. We always have time to listen to a podcast. If you are committing to work, use this time that you are coming to work. Is it 30 minutes to work? Listen to a podcast instead of listening to the news, which depresses you. And when you are coming back, listen to podcasts. If you are the kind of person who uses public transport, let's say you highlight from the I'm at least four stations before your end station, so that you have time to listen. Mm-hmm. If you are going to the you're going to the supermarket, you are going to the post. When you are at the post office, you are you are waiting on the line. That is already time. Your body is waiting. You can't do anything. Use that time. We always have time to do the things that we want to do. Supermarket, you do that. So, so I must start to prepare yourself. Reading, listening to podcasts, go to seminars, go to events. Go and learn. Go do networking. Join associations. At the time, I had to join the German Speakers Association because you need to go to where people are there that have similar values and they have what you want to have. I joined the German Speakers Association. I learned a lot from from experienced colleagues. I went to their yearly meetings, to their monthly meetings, talked with them. They also gave me tips how to go about the speaking business. Right? As I've talked, I've shared, read books, Listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, go to events, network, join associations which are relevant to what you want to do, and then um, always listen to your listen to your intuition. Just believe that all things are possible. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Just believe that all things are possible, and let fear never stop you. Fear can warn you, can guide you, but it shouldn't it shouldn't stop you. And I was saying that have faith. If there is this book, this popular class, I'm a classical book from Napoleon Hill. 
Think and yeah. grow rich. I mean, I just That's have it. a copy of it. I always have it here. So this is yes, actually it's a, class, it's a classical it's a Bible. Um, so the Bible, I would encourage everybody to read it. I mean, I think in one of his laws there, that because he learned about the lives of successful people, very rich people, how they did it. And he said in one of the laws, one of the things that he that he found common in all the people he interviewed was faith. Believe in yourself, have faith, be consistent that things are going to work out. And I say there's a difference, there are two things in life, faith and fear. We've talked about fear. These are two invisible things. Mm-hmm. We've never seen fear. Have you ever seen fear too? No. no. Have you ever I seen fear? No. No. But what I was saying is that these are constructs in our mind. Mm-hmm. You've, yeah, you've, you can feel fear. We, we can have, you can also have faith. Faith is also a feeling that is going to work out well. Mm-hmm. So let's, fear and faith, these are two invisible things we've never seen. So which one will you take? Will you take fear that you've never seen or you will take faith that you've never seen? <laughs> that's, that's really, uh, yeah, I mean, I really, I mean, I can, I can read, I'm really 100% aligning to all you're saying and I personally also feel, you know, uh, concerned because I mean, it's human, it's humane to have this fear to make this move. But what actually distinguishes us from the people who succeed and who don't succeed, it's what you just said, people who take to action, who actually start and who are not afraid to fail. And in our... Fail their way to success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you 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 can really substantiate that better. But you know, the vision of this Afro Talent Accelerator platform is to empower really these people. I mean, every listener to really be able to really take action and not being afraid to fail. So, Dr. Akuma, um, you love Africa. You are. I mean, I follow you on LinkedIn. You are an African activist. You bring. You are one of those people who want to change the narratives of Africa in the outside world. So how can your activities today, how have, how have your activities today uh, contributed in this impact shift into empowering, into, uh, you know, uh, changing these narratives of Africa? Because you're a true African son. And here in Germany, in Europe in general, your work has been consumed by more than 50,000 people. You know, you you have successfully had uh, uh, published books, you know, your bestseller uh, publisher on Amazon. So kind of tell us, how is this entire, you know, uh, geared at bringing value into the African community? Good. I'm uh, bringing value to the African community. As you said, I've, I've started successful businesses. The first part is the um, what we talk about as a motivational speaker and author and coach. That is it. The other business I have now is um, is a company. We are a um, innovation and uh, market entry company. Our aim is to bring German and European companies to work together with African companies, because in Africa. Truth be told, we have many challenges. There is poverty, there is lack of infrastructure, the telecommunication system, the, we have energy um, outages, um, light outages. There are so many problems in Africa, but we see these problems as, as a chance, as a potential, because the Germans, truth be told, they have the technology. 
Africans too, we also have the technology. We shouldn't downgrade ourselves. Now the point is, how can we bring these two parties together to work synergetically, to learn from one another to, on a win-win basis? How can we encourage European companies, German companies to come to Africa and also um, uh, do their works and also, uh, and also uh, carry... We, we do what I do now with my new company called KAC Africa, KAC Africa, GmbH. Means, and I'm going to link that in the show notes. So. Yeah, as is, we do um, um, applied research and development. Yeah, applied research and development. Germany today and most of these Western worlds, they are where today they are because of research and development. And that is something which is quite untold in Africa or very far. Many of our universities, those doing scientists, they don't really do any lab work or very little. Mm-hmm. Very, very, a professor, um, I can only talk in the days when I was still in um, living in Cameroon. Maybe things have changed now because times have changed. It's just pure theory. You leave the university as a master of science, blah, blah, blah. But if they put you in the laboratory, you, you can't even do anything. Now, mm-hmm. it's not it's the time now to do applied research. How do we bring new products, new technologies into the market which solves African problems? Like the problem of energy, I was in Africa the last six months in, in four or five different countries. You have the permanent problem of light outages. How can that be? Africa is a continent blessed with, energy, with sunlight, but people don't have electricity. Mm-hmm. There is a dis- that's, that? yeah. that's a dissonance there. We have that's the sad. problem of waste, dead. <laughs> yes. everywhere and we have technologies nowadays that we can use to manage our waste if we don't have the know-how let's collaborate with our European counterparts to solve these problems at the end mm-hmm. of the day the way I'm impacting Africa or that we are impacting Africa is to bring jobs there's a high rate of un- unemployment in Africa I've seen wow. it with my own eyes Come out of where we come from, no doubt, with the other Africans that visited, there is a high rate of very young people. They are dynamic, they want to grow, they have vision in their eyes, but they have no jobs, they're just lurking around. But with yeah, such collaboration projects, it brings jobs. All those university graduates, even those who we, we bring the both blue collar and white collar jobs. And that is mm-hmm. how the way you can change the narrative of a people and of a society, of a country. Because when people um when people get if if you have a bigger middle middle class, mm-hmm. then the economy also turns. People have money, they can they can purchase. And that's how things grow. And then we also reduce this dependency. You know, very well in Africa, we've got um, um, a high dependency index. If you are working, you are the only one working in your family, you mm-hmm. have so much dependency. Your brothers, sisters, cousins, um, uh, nephews, <laughs> etc. they are all looking on you. And at the end of the day, uh, yeah. the the day you become a poor man because you can't even live yes. life the way you want to live. You have your wife and children, but they can't, your whole house is full. And in the African yes. context, drive them away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can do it but you know what is you know what is <laughs> yeah i mean i think of course for every successful african there is a depend i read it in one study the dependency index is eight to eight to nine can you imagine that is if that's you are, much that's much how can you live your life you cannot even mm-hmm. you're not even able to um, to live your life so but with what we are doing has got positive dramatical effects 
We want mm-hmm. to bring jobs into Africa. Let people become independent. Mm-hmm. They have to work for their own money. They don't have to be dependent because we also have this mindset that people think you just have to give me something. Give me something for what we've all been in to Europe. They don't just give you something like that. Yeah. You have I to mean, work for it. They call it in German Leistung. You have to bring something. What are you bringing on the table to deserve mm-hmm. what you are asking? That's sure. what we are doing. And we are also doing, thank you for um, asking this question. It's a kind of a partnership on eye level. Mm-hmm. My work is no longer to put that, uh, you know, the from history, um, the black man had always think that oh, we have been indoctrinated with the mindset mm-hmm. that you, white man, you are higher, black man is lower, you know, from mm-hmm. slavery and everything. And even nowadays, we are changing this narrative. It is working on the eye level. I can only change it when you, the African, you are empowered to know that you also have something to offer. Don't always be the beggar. Yes. What are you bringing to the table I'm to collaborate? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a win-win. Life is, all, life is all a game of interest that you know. Yeah, sure. We, sure. Are, all, I mean, we are all egoistic human beings. There's somebody mm-hmm. who says this, that is not true, he is or she is lying. We are all egoistic human beings. The point is that how can and two egoistic people work to the benefit of each other. Yeah, that's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you're totally right. And Dr. Akuma, there is also, you know, there are realities which we also have to take into consideration. But what I actually always want to know is, you do you think, do you think the success you've had today, I mean, this possibility to have this mindset shift, first of all, uh, comes from the fact that you actually uh, immigrated from Africa and immigrated into the Western world. I mean, do you believe that your experience, for example, in Germany uh, has contributed in you getting this mindset shift? Because when you actually look at, when you talk with, you know, with people, you know, in the African continent, most people, you know, um, they, they you, you have the tendency to to find some 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 parts of, some common parts of thinking. How they perceive maybe the, the the Western world, the people living here, and so on. So, do you actually think that an African in the African uh, continent, actually, you know, with these realities, with you know the unemployment rates and all the like, can actually, you know, uh, have <laughs> realities? <laughs> Thank you for. I like your choice of words. <laughs> you, you are right. Um, could be told, living in Europe has helped me in my journey to change my perspective. But it is an individual work because we still have many of our counterparts who have lived here for many years, 30 or 40 years, but they haven't really had that mind, mindset shift. They still, when they go back back to their home countries, you even see the way they behave. It's not, it's, we're not saying that Europe or the Americas are, it's, it's better. Technically, yeah, somehow they are better infrastructurally, but it doesn't really mean that you must come to the Western world to have a mindset shift because we have many people here. They are still, they are more than backwards than the way they even left Africa. Huh. <laughs> so it's a, it's a question about you, the person. Yes, I accept my journey being coming out or traveling has helped me to see the world from a different perspective. And then what we can do, Tio, for um, 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 those of us who are on this journey, because we never arrived till 
till death do us part. Those who say I've arrived, sure. that's a failure. No, it's not a failure, but that's that's the ego. That's the ego talking. That's an ego inflation. And with that, with the ego, the ego prevents you from growing. So it's a journey. We are all growing. So for those of us who are all growing, we have got this awareness. And that's why your podcast is so good. Your podcast is to bring an awareness. Thank you. A mindset shift. So when I go to Africa, and I will be going to Africa soon again in the next two or three months, our 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 job is to do the education, to do the talking, not like a teacher, not like the headmaster that you that you know it all, is to do the teaching to those who come across your way. Like when I go to Africa, people expect from me to give me this. I don't just give, give for what? I will ask them, why are you why are you asking me to give you this thing? And for what? Oh, oh, what? Are, oh, I read ask very polite and provocative questions, and they think, and they stop. I say, what? What do you deserve? Or what have you done that you are asking me to give you this thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is it really legitimate? Yes. Really, no, it's really all. It's all. That's how we. That's how they say. Mother Teresa said. There's a quote from Mother Teresa. He says, "She said the ocean will be empty without the drop." So we shouldn't underestimate ourselves. The few people who are around us that we start to talk to them, educate them in a nice and polite way, it is come. It is sinking into their mind. And what? And the question about we mentioned about the question of faith. Faith comes from hearing and hearing and hearing. Don't give up. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep, it's going to sink down. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't help. We don't have to help. The realities mm-hmm. back in, the, in, the, in Africa are different from um, back where, where we have here. So for me now, when I'm in Africa, I, I am moved to help when I feel it is necessary. Great. Because when people even come to you to ask, technically they are far better off than you. Yes. If you see the mansions they have built, if you see what they have achieved, we have all achieved something, but if you see what they have achieved, I said, but you are in Africa, you actually, you want the only one from me because I come from Europe. What do you really want from me? You are the one to pay my transport. You are, you are the one to you are the one to mm-hmm. give me a ride. Mm-hmm. I'm your visitor. Like, so that is how like when I go out with I'm um I'm um okay, I'm um with friends or whatsoever, did maintain that because you should always take care of the bills. I don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do I do it and the next time I'm expecting that you also do it but if you can't do it yes. I can understand but you should at least make an effort I want to okay. see the effort in you and it's working and if you say I'm wicked I'm stingy that's your problem you are the one working my money for me yeah sure sure that's I mean, your problem mm-hmm. so that is how we can create this mindset mindset shift and I see that the people that I'm talking talking to I'm interacting some of them they are getting the point because they're saying that but what he is saying it's true. Yes. Because they're not idiots. Yes. They're saying technically, even he's angry or he's vexed, he's upset. But in, in his heart of hearts, in, in her heart of hearts, she or he or she knows that there is something in what you are saying. Yes. But that's really true. I mean, you you just you know, you just summarizing and boiling everything down in such a way that each and every person can actually really understand. And I really love the fact that. You confront people, not like someone who knows better than them, but you kind of, you know, challenging questions because at the end of the day, the other person, their counterpart is a human being. He has emotions, he has feelings. And the way you interact, it's always kind of my point of view. You you, you kind of impact the person differently when you consider these factors. And this challenging aspect, this challenging question is really what I actually really get as a value. I mean, thank you for that. Yeah, let me just give you another example, something a life example. Sure. 
happen today uh, as to this aspect, how we can change mindsets of people indirectly or directly. A friend of mine um, um, wrote to me last night that um, he is sick, that he wants to go to the hospital. And he's somebody who is working. He's not uh, he's not unemployed. Well, we have to distinguish that because he's, 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 he's working, at least he has a sort of income. And then I asked him that, are you not working? He said, yes. I said, and then why are you asking me that you want to go to the hospital for money? He couldn't give me an answer. I said, if at all, really, that money was is your problem or was your problem, right? But if you mm-hmm. went to the hospital and did just the basic consultation, and then you came to me and said, hey, bro, see, the bills that I need to pay or whatsoever, they are really more than me. Can you help me? Yes. It's a different narrative. Yes. It's another approach, yeah. Sure. Another approach. You get the point. Because I see that you are making efforts to cure your own self. And I'm asking that, are you not even saving? Why should you depend? Because you think that you have a friend outside because now you're falling sick and he claimed it's, it's, it's a serious illness. So this um, friend should help you out. She's going to bail you out. Yes, the friend can bail you out. We, I'm not saying no. But what efforts are you doing on your part? If it was that it was someone who is really unemployed, has nobody behind him or her, does such people also, understand. we also have such people, we do have such people that you don't have, father and mother are extremely poor, not bodied, then you can see this is a case of need and of sickness. We can mm-hmm. see, but you see somebody who is not that desperate, at least from what I've observed. Mm-hmm. Why even don't you make an effort, if you say you don't have any savings, but at least you should have money for consultation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, bro, look, this is it. What can we do? And that was it. And he understood it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, on, on the other hand, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm kind of a little bit, you know, uh, thinking otherwise here because you're giving kind of, you know, valuable insights in people, you know, such people to really know how to better tackle people outside. If somebody is telling a lie or is faking you, it's going to come up. Sure, sure. And the point is that we in the diaspora, we should become a bit cautious and prudent how we do help our counterparts back at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not pleading that we should we should become um, uh, um, um, stingy or, or so. No. Weigh the conditions and use your intuition and don't be don't be emotionally blackmailed, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't that's... because that's the one that many of us suffer from. I cannot be emotionally blackmailed if you if you want, you can be angry as much as you want, but as so long as I'm at peace with my conscience, that's your business. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, sure. be emotionally blackmailed. That is we want to create a, we are talking about a mindset, a mindset shift here, bro, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And so we need to use these mechanisms mm-hmm. to put in place. It's going to come, but we yeah. need to start using. Because if we start, if we keep on repeating and say, "Ah, he's my good friend, it's my sister, it's my brother," or blah blah blah, you don't want to hurt the feelings. But we, and then how can this change come? It has to start somewhere. Yeah. We need to have be bold enough, to be courageous enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take this decision. Yes. Oh. I mean, you're really doing it great. And personally, there are a lot of things because I know you personally. So, from your art, I kind of really resonate to what you're saying. And um, I mean, for the audience, you guys should really take this as a really life changing uh, piece of advice. Because on the other hand, you said something uh, somehow, some, somewhere in your, in your thoughts that, uh, you know, on the other hand, the person maybe in Europe is. A father, uh, she's a mother, she has kids, he has kids, a family to look to, 
up to and on the other hand we get this emotional burden if you want to work directly with the afro talent accelerator team and receive personalized coaching or feedback on your investment project in africa don't hesitate to reach out to us today apply now on our website at afrotalentaccelerator.com or send us a direct email at info at afrotalentaccelerator.com join our community and be part of the movement driving africa's entrepreneurial success stories coming from uh you know from africa or from wherever and you don't actually concentrate also in giving this emotion you know attendance to the loved ones you have at your really uh, closer vicinity so i mean i really can't and they also need it and they also and they also need it they they deserve it they, 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 they need it, it. <laughs> So it's, it's really mm-hmm. so um Dr. Akuma, um fun of asking our guests what exactly they have as routines in order to stay productive. And you are a very busy man. I mean, like I remember I know in order to schedule today's appointment, we really had to, you know, reschedule and reschedule because I know how I demand you are you are you're being demanded on the on the market. You know, you are someone of value in the German and in the European community. But I just want to know how do you actually manage to stay this productive do you have fixed routines which you are comfortable in sharing with us today yes i do before i go to sleep every night i take at least it's not just a quick thing that we can all apply two to four minutes yeah i lie on my back like this look in the ceiling and then i take four to five deep breaths you have to breathe in breathe out Breathe in, you breathe, you um, you breathe out the carbon dioxide, bad air out of your system, and you breathe in fresh air. And then just lie there, thinking nothing and being thankful, gratefulness, thankfulness. What I, what I can say to our audience is that if there is, I don't care what religion you have, or if you are non-religious, non-religious or non-denominational, it doesn't matter. If the only prayer you are ever to say in your life. This prayer is thank you. My prayer is thank you. These two words, they are so powerful. I just lie on my bed. I take my breath in and breath out. I relax and I say thank you. Thank you. Seven times. Thank you sometimes for the day. And then just reflect on all the things that you can think of that happened that you are grateful for. Because your gratefulness is an act of receiving and saying thank you. Because let's get a bit, um, uh, a bit spiritual in a positive sense because when you say thank you and um, if somebody gives you a gift what do you say thank you of course good it means you have received something yeah sure so thank you is the signal is the symbol of receiving so just say thank you even you haven't anything but you are already telling the universe indirectly that universe give me more <laughs> that's really great <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just being grateful and you say ah Look at Joe is there. He's already saying thank you, and the universe will start to give you. It sounds it's a bit it sounds a bit um abstract for those who are not into this kind of thinking, but it works. It's also backed by science. We can talk about that in a different podcast. The science of all this. Because um the universe, because when you're saying because you always say thank you, you give your hand out like you 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 give your hand out like this to say thank you. It means you are giving the signal to the universe that you are in a state of receiving. You are in a state of abundance. So the universe, just the universe is like a the universe is like a mirror. Mm-hmm. It just gives you what you portray. If you're in a state of abundance and receiver, you say, ah, we'll give you more. But if you're in a state of re- denial and rejection, and then you always have rejection. Maybe you go to work, your workers are not, your colleagues are not well with you. If you are a businessman, your your clients are turning away from you, your family is against you, and things like that. But 
these things they work in many dimensions. When you are, if you're in some of of of, receive, of, of receiver, maybe you get a, a job raise. Um, your wife is happy. Your family is happy. If you're a businessman, you just have from from one point you just see you start having contracts. That's the universe. That's the universe responding to what you are giving out. It's all energy. Mm-hmm. We are all energetic beings. The life is all energy. So if you send out good energy. You receive good energy and thank you. You can't be saying thank you and you are angry at the same time. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to feel. You need to th- to feel the thankfulness. You need to feel thankful, so, and that is good energy. So you are sending good vibes to the universe, and the universe responds with good vibes. So that is my very simple trick: two to four minutes, just lie on your bed, take your deep and deep breath, say thank you. You just lie. You fall asleep in the state mm-hmm. of. of Receivers, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. that's not the word. But if you just fall into sleep, asleep, that we are receiving, and that's mm-hmm. how your unconscious goes, and you start magic begins to happen. I really say this. I really, I'm just going to be in the morning. I will just see I'm uh, somebody who I had asked something, a client who I wanted to do a business with. Sometime he was, he or she was not responding, and I see mm-hmm. an email from nowhere. is saying yes. Yes, that's really. I mean, it's really. I mean, yes, it's it's so powerful what you're saying. Then you see things begin to happen, things that small things and big things begin to happen. But that's really another I'm a, I'm a topic for a different session because it's really yeah we'll, we'll definitely unpack this uh, maybe in, uh, the next time you visit us on the show. And just to kind of still resonate what you say, I don't know, I read this book, Inner Engineering from uh, Sadhguru, a wise speaker just like you. And I kind of really find a lot of similarities to what you're just saying, because there he actually, you know, made mention of the fact that, you know, we need to communicate with our environment. And this environment is really, regardless of your religion, people will talk, will talk about God, others will talk about, I don't know, but at the end of the day, it boils down to energies and the word of your mouth. And I mean, what you tell the universe to give you, that's what the universe gives you. So, Period. I mean, it's really powerful. The, the, the universe is just like the soil. They call it this amora. If you mm. plant maize, you get maize. If you plant rice, you get rice. So the universe doesn't care. It just, yeah, gives, sure. you what, it just gives you what you portray. So when I... I'm not, it's a good thought for... If, we, if, as I said in the beginning, if things are not really working out in your life, in our life, it just means that there is a dissonance somewhere. It's mm-hmm. for you to take a moment, reflect, and see where is the blockage? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. And one thing is that we, Emma humans, we are good at, at blame, at the blame game, pointing mm-hmm. fingers. Mm-hmm. That he or she is fault, my boss is fault, my wife is fault, my husband is fault, my blah, 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 blah. No, nobody is fault. You are fault. <laughs> Work on yourself. That's the personal development. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I'm just, I'll just flow on these words. Work on yourself. So now, um, in order for a listener today, a young African out there who is trying to start working on his, himself, trying to get a promotion in his job, trying to get a job, trying to start an entrepreneurial journey, for example. And uh, I mean, do you have a piece of advice which you could give this young African out there in order to make this step in working himself? Okay, yes. I'm, um, start working on yourself. And then a good advice that has helped me and still helping me. And at times I fall, I, when I noticed myself, um, I fall short on it. Um, I can even give two or three advices. The, yeah, first, sure. one is, um, um, the first one is a quote from Tilopa. Tilopa was a Buddhist monk who lived in Indian more than 1,000 years ago. He said, 
we should have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. It's very profound. You are open to everything and attached to nothing. Let's say you, fellow listener, I don't know, maybe one listener here, what we are saying can sound a bit, let's say, hocus pocus. Saying what are those, what is that, what are these, what are they talking like that? It doesn't resonate with me. No problem. But just be open to it. Just be you are you are open to everything and attached to nothing. It means you have nothing to lose. You've you've heard it, but you must not take it. Sure. You've heard it, you don't take it. And with this in mind, I swear to you, it is just a question of time. One day, what you have heard is going to resonate with you. So if somebody is saying something for the first time to you which contradicts your thinking, which contradicts what you know so far. Don't tell the person like as we, as many people do say, ah, you are talking bullshit. Ah, it just doesn't make sense. Don't say that. Just say, dear, or whoever is that person, I admit what you are telling me is contrary to what I know so far. Do you mind telling me more? Have a mind of a student. Have the mind of a child. Children always ask questions. It's, there's also a concept in show, a concept in, I don't know if it's in, in um, in, Jap- in Japan or in Chinese, you know, with this your martial arts and um, thing that you need to mm-hmm. always, that they say, Shoshin means you have the mindset of a child, mm-hmm. the, the, the mindset of a beginner, that is it. Always mm-hmm. learning, ask questions. Why did God give us two ears and one mouth? Give us two eyes and one mouth, two nostrils and one mouth. It means we should use two tests of the time in hearing, not mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. But we are talking, blah, 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 blah. Somebody wants to stop saying to you, I've already said thousand words. No, listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a difference between listening and hearing. We hear with our ears and we listen with our heart. When somebody says something, just, just listen. Allow it to sink in. Even if even it doesn't make sense, just allow it to sink in. You are listening. If you go somewhere, use your eyes. Observe well. Smell well. Listen before you open your mouth. Because when you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Sure. <laughs> you cannot talk to this. What's it? There's only a problem that um, 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 um that um, a quietness hides ignorance. Technically, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I sure. people, I tell people advertise their ignorance because they talk a lot. They don't know what they are talking about. So quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's really good. You know that, so. that, is, that is the one advice or one advice. I don't advise that only to share. There are many things that there are many that we can share. Um, but there's that one that is from Tilopa. Have a mindset that is open to everything attached to nothing. You always come out a winner. Listen more and talk less. See more and talk mm-hmm. less. Smell more and talk less. And then there is one profound thing that uh, ah good. Very important. This one that I want to share is, they say, if you work with nine losers, you will end up being the 10th. <laughs> and if you work with ten with nine winners, you end up being the 10th. So what do I mean? You are environment matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it very much in Africa, in the African context, even with our fellow African brothers and sisters here in, in the diaspora. The people you surround with, why you like it not? They influence your life. They influence your thinking. And if somebody has got an influence on your mind, the person has got an influence on your life. Mm-hmm. Because you are thinking, he influences your thinking indirectly. He or she influences your feelings. Mm-hmm. And we are moved by feelings. And your feelings influence your actions. And your actions influence your results. Mm-hmm. And if you keep on getting the same results, you keep on thinking the same thinking, the, the same thought. So you need to do something different. 
So one of the things that your environment matters, your environment is, if the, always, if you go, for those listening, make a kind of a, a, a kind of a balance sheet of the people who are surrounding, there's also a statement from Jim Rowney, he was also a motivational coach, um, like we are doing, based, he has left this world in his different dimension, it's, it's been quoted in various, in various forms, he said that, Jim Rowney, that we are the average of the five people we surround ourselves with. Wow. And then he gave an example with your income. So you can do that with yourself later on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That your income that you earn on average the same money that the people you surround yourself with. That's true. Yeah. If you, look at yourself, if you look at yourself, the friends you have around, things like that, that you really interact with, that, that you share, that you that, that somehow you interact with, if you look at what they are, what they are earning, and you take an average, you are somewhere around there. Just an, just an example. Mm-hmm. So it means that if you want to have higher income for it, <laughs> you need to, you need to surround yourself with people who have higher. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. It makes yeah. sense, right? <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, there is also one, you know, Denzel Washington in one of his, uh, you know, um, uh, um, speeches in one of the famous universities in the US, he said something like, you hang enough around a barber shop, and sometime later you're going to get a haircut. So, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so true. It's the same thing you're talking. It's the same thing. That's the same thing in a different travel. That's true. So, our surrounding, our friends, at times, something when I say this to people, they say, "Okay, how about your family?" Because at times, too, our families are, are our greatest drawbacks. Sure. And people say, but hey, but I didn't choose my family, I didn't choose my mother, I didn't choose my father, I didn't choose my, my sister or brother. That is true. And at times our family, they want the best for us. They think that they want the best for us. Mm-hmm. But at times they don't want the best for us. Only you know yourself better. Sure. I you know in our actual context with this hierarchy, you as a child, when Papa mm-hmm. speaks, you don't have to speak anything. But at times Papa is worthless. I mean, not worthless, Papa is idealist. You know that. <laughs> At times, I'm a, I'm a, you, um, um, you've got different ideas, different inputs that your father or your parents, they're not yet exposed to that. Yes. But you have to listen to them and dance to their tune. And that's why there are many people nowadays that they are in professions, they are unhappy because of the orientation they got at home. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying in a nutshell is that in the case of family, Stick to your family. I wouldn't say you should join your family. No, family is key. Stick to your family and you know how to interact with them. Yes. Are some family members a stumbling block to your path? If that's the case, I would say love them from a distance. Yes. From a different perspective. Yes. Reduce contact to them. We mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. From a distance. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, so, Dr. Akuma, I mean, it's really nice what you are sharing here, and I'm really thankful about it. And this is really, I mean, you are actually getting into the vision of this platform. You know, when I listen to you speaking, it's like, you know, from our African context, it's like you're listening to these elderly people in the village, and, you know, when, we, when we're growing up, they were really giving this valuable, life-changing uh, uh, advice. I mean, thank you for that. So in order to really summarize everything you said so far, uh, I made mention of the fact that you equally have some publications, you have books which you wrote, but I want you to, you know, give us, give our audience uh, some books, you know, because you said something we should read. 
cultivate the culture of reading, getting knowledge from books. And so are there books, are there publications from any author? It could be yours of, as well, but I will personally link all your books in the show notes and, you know, just, just kind of give us some, some valuable uh, reading advice here. Yes, uh, before I come to my books, uh, if you look at my, there's my cover here. I have books from all different, from books on personal development, books on marketing is important. If you want to be an entrepreneur, businessman, because you want to make a living from your potential, you also know how to market yourself. Sure. Because if you don't market yourself, you have you can have the best product. If you don't market yourself, you are going to starve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I've got books from marketing and um. um which book can I can I recommend? Oh, that's a good question. People can grab the books of um, one of my good mentors is Anthony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. Just go on Amazon, put Tony Robbins. He's he's good. Grab any of his books. And then if you are more into science and spirituality, what I'm I'm a, how science is unraveling the equation of spirituality to empower you. Mm-hmm. Because spirituality is pure science, um, um, you can go to Amazon or to anywhere read the books of Doctor Joe Dispenza. Mm-hmm. I've read many of his books. Doctor Joe Dispenza is also a well-known name here in Germany, based from the US. Mm-hmm. Also read the books of um, colleagues of mine like um, uh, Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. But this way, these are scientists that took a that I because when I was saying that I wanted to make my own do my own thing. So I was this uh, these are who I oriented myself to. I said these are scientists, but they are not work, they're not doing science in the conventional sense. Mm-hmm. They're doing things kind of what I'm doing. So they were my kind of my mentors. Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, Tony Anthony Robbins on general personal development, and then people like the book of the book of um uh, Jack Kenfield, Jack B. Jackson, Jack Kenfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start from there. And then this classical that we also said, Napoleon Hill. Yeah. That's the Bible of personal development. And then to the and then to the to the Christians among us, because I'm uh, you know, Africans tend to be very religious. Mm-hmm. I'll keep my reservation to that because at times religion is a stumbling block to our to our to our development. But to those very religious ones among us, take your Bible. Um, um the book of Psalms. I think the book of Psalms contains 31 chapters. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, 31 chapters, and then take make it take it as a challenge that each day for the for the next take a one-month challenge that each day you read one chapter from the book of Psalms. And you see how it changes because those are those are those psalms are very nice quotations and things like that. Because for me, I don't belong to any religion, Christianity, um, Islam, or, or Buddhism. I take the good parts of the religion because they are also personal development. The Bible has got very nice things inside, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the religious among all the Christians, read the book of Psalms, chapter the first, take it as a challenge, I repeat. Get to one day, you read each chapter a day. Okay. And then, and then of course, um, um, to my books, I've written um, uh, three books. They have been translated into seven languages, German, French, English, Spanish, Portuguese, Italian. You help me. The ones in English, um, they go on my website, um, drsanningon.com, click on books, or they're also on Amazon. 
Mm-hmm. Try to look on box your potential. These things that we have been talking here today, they have been it's been it's also there. It's just, it's a nice small book, simply written. You don't have to do it's no rocket science. You don't even need, you don't have to go to school that far. If you think that school is a problem for you, anybody can understand the book. Very mm-hmm. simply written. Unbox your potential, and uh, that 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 I will recommend for them. Okay, my book. These are some. Um, uh, you can see some testimonials of who have read the book on my website. Yeah, sure. I mean, I will link each and every uh, valuable link to your website uh, on the show in the show notes. First of all, is there a place where people actually go to for your entire journey? I'm um, on my website. If they, it's in English and in German, on my website below that you can click to get my newsletter. Okay, mm-hmm. you can see every I write every. Tuesday, every Wednesday morning, people get short inspirational messages from me just to keep them going. That's the German newsletter, and then on the English newsletter goes out every Monday. Mm-hmm. So my website is the good is is the is the go to is the is the place to go because on my website there you also have the links to my other social media. Sure. Below you find my link to my LinkedIn to my YouTube channel. My Facebook, my Instagram, Twitter, and so things like that. So, drsalingon.com is your go-to place. Click okay. on the German version or the English version, and you get what you want. Okay, sure. So, the books are there. How to get in touch with me and things like that. So, I mean, sure, we are linking that in the show notes. But uh, as a reminder again for the audience, uh, please go uh, book a session with him. You know, um, there are a lot of valuable resources. There are online courses, you know, um, he made, we made mention of the fact that he has been producing a lot of, uh, you know, stages, TEDx, many others. So seminars, you can watch most of his appearances on YouTube. He also offers mentoring uh, programs for people like me, people like you out there wanting to... Personal coaching, one-on-one coaching. You know, want to one-on-one coaching people if you want to really cross this level in your career journey. They get a, they, they get a free coaching session. If they click yes. to... They can register for a free coaching session and then we do a kind of uh, needs analysis where you are and where you want to be. Mm-hmm. One-to-one coaching. Okay. okay. Okay, I mean, great. And as well, you listen to the podcast where he has, uh, you know, where he intervenes and his own podcast. Every piece of information, you get it on his website. And please, on the other hand, I'm always saying this. If you are not yet there, you know, to take this step and, you know, get into contact, uh, Dr. Zanigong, get one of his books because you will still get value from these resources. And they are life-changing resources, which will never fade out. So don't hesitate. You can get them on Amazon, but as well on his website, on in many other platforms. You know, if you find difficulties, you can contact the Afrotalent Accelerator. You can contact me, or you just reach out uh, to him on his website. So, Doctor Zanigal, uh, that was it for today. Thank you very much again for giving us your time. Thank you for sharing your life, your story, your journey. We've had a lot of value and we really hope that uh, the audience today also could benefit from this value. But now, in just one word, a last intervention on your side. Believe in yourself. Everything is possible. Impossible means nothing. Just from the word impossible, if you separate it, it means I am possible. Oh, great. That's powerful. That's why I just like you. I I can listen to you the whole day. And just, (laughs) just, just to conclude, you know, um, uh, the first time we spoke, we actually intended speaking, I think it was 15 minutes, but we ended up speaking like 45 minutes because 
You bring a lot of positive vibes. I mean, thank you for that. Good energy. Good energy is all we need. Oh, sure, sure. So, guys, you've had it all. You've had everything from uh, Dr. Zanikong. There is still a lot. I mean, really a lot we can unpack from his journey, from his life, from his experience, from his expertise. But uh, we're going to stop for here today and we will welcome Dr. Senegal another time again in our show. And from, yeah, from sure. now on, we say, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we wish you guys a fruitful uh, day. Whatever you are interpreting, whatever you're taking, whatever you're doing, do it. Believe in yourself. Nothing is impossible. So just stick to the process. You are possible. Exactly. So thank you very much. That was it for today. That was it for our show. It was the African Accelerator Podcast. I'm your guy, Theo. For you guys, thank you very much. We had the presenter on the show. Thank you to him. And I would say, yeah, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the AfroTalent Accelerator Podcast. Don't miss out on our upcoming episodes where we continue to bring you inspiring stories and actionable insights from the forefront of African entrepreneurship. Subscribe now to our show to stay updated on the latest and be sure to reach out to the AfroTalent Accelerator team to share your thoughts, suggestions and collaboration ideas.